are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Hi, everybody out there in One of Us world. This is Matt Foster. And I'm Trevor Teacherheo. You may have heard one, the other, or both of us on Screener Squad. Or maybe you heard neither of us. That's not helpful. You can atone if you've heard neither of us by listening to Screener Squad or by catching our show, the Nighthawks podcast. Oh, good save. Yeah, take a seat in the Nighthawks diner with us. Get ready to get to the granular grist of the movies we love. And sometimes the movies we like really hard. You can find us on Spotify, Audible, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and always at nighthawkspodcast.com. here talking about the second annual final season of Archer, uh, season 12, and here with me is Mindy. You're not my supervisor! <laughs> Jordan. Oh my god. What is that, Shay? Crack whore red? And Spider Mike. Boosh and or cacao. And I, of course, am Rose, and I just have to say, if I cared what any of you did with your weekends, I would put a shotgun in my mouth and pull the trigger with my toes. (laughs) (laughs) That is one of my favorite Mallory quotes, hands down. I would give my parents a grandchild, but if they wanted one, I would just scrape up all my past mistakes and knit a onesie for it. Got it. There's too many good ones for oh, me to choose, no, but it? the one that I think of the most because it's so batshit insane because she was drugged out of her mind, which is the immigrants one. We're immigrants. That's how they do, you know, <laughs> just drive around listening to raps and shooting all the jobs. <laughs> I lose it every time. Every time she says shooting uh, all the jobs. She, she's the mean grandma I always wanted but never had. It's just, oh, she was so perfect. So, such a perfect character. That and the Trudy Bigman. How much she hated Trudy Bigman. Oh my god. I'm Trudy Bigman. Me. I'm on the cardboard. <laughs> I'm going on a blimp. Yeah. I lined the walls of my bathroom with pages from the New Yorker. The, the first time oh. I heard that, I, I laughed so hard, I almost cried. Like, I had to pause it. Uh, but uh, so getting into this season, dress the very large, well-dressed elephant in the room. Of course, uh, Jessica Walter very sadly and suddenly and unexpectedly passing away uh, before the season aired, and it, it kind of left questions every- on everyone's mind of whether or not she was able to record all of her dialogue before the season ended. You know what what they would do with the character, the cast and crew. They kind of hinted that she had recorded all of her dialogue, but what, what do you guys think? I it seems like in that final episode they were reusing a lot of stuff there's no way she did with that final episode there's no way yeah especially the beginning of the episode i I mean i got used to it but it's like this sounds kind of like an impersonator it wasn't bad but there was something about it that felt a little off i think it was old old voice work is what it was old voice work and therefore it didn't quite match the scene Mm -hmm. i mean it wasn't bad by any means 
the beginning of the episode is literally like, where is she? Like, no one's seen her at all. And it's just yeah, like, oh, you guys don't have like, any fucking oh. audio for the, for this episode. <laughs> oh. Throughout the season, I wasn't really thinking that up until the finale titled Mission Difficult. Oh boy, does it get that way. I was starting to think, okay, th- this seems to have hit a stumbling block, but I will say it does recover nicely. And the way it actually manages to write off Mallory Archer and even give a fond farewell to Jessica Walter. Look, Archer is never the type of show I would associate with sentimentality. Never. It's had some nice, serious, you know, character beats, but nothing more than a brief moment of self-reflection before they're all complete assholes again. Not entirely. There's there's one moment I can think of that it was probably the most self-reflected prior to this point. What was that? Was it Archer in a coma? <laughs> it's the part of the end of the Sea Lab part when he's like, "I oh, want you yeah. to be a good mother. I want you to oh, be better. Yeah, okay. I want I want you to be better." Kind yeah. of, and it's this, it's this great, great sweet moment, and he's just like them saying "I love you" and just like him drowning and all. Like it's just such a great moment. But that's like you know we're not talking about that season. Yeah, <laughs> that's the but, only other time I could think of. But yeah, the, the the final moments of this season and how it says goodbye to Mallory, more so Jessica Walter, actually had me tearing up. Yeah, it was it was very sweet, and the fact yeah, that you, they you will cry, and the fact that they brought you know her husband in the show, who was her real life husband as well. They they mm-hmm. had him be a part of it which very much broke the fourth wall too you know my husband said when we were watching it he's like well that was very much an actor finale and not a character one which i mean they they had to do it that way but and and it was beautiful the way they did it but it was definitely a we are breaking the fourth wall to say goodbye to her as a person yeah. This season in general, I'm just going to like mention is that like it's a it's kind of a gauntlet for Archer. It is. Uh, in a, yeah, in a no strange kidding. way, it's just he has to deal with the fact that, you know, there's a new agency in town that with a guy who's just a giant fucking prick <laughs> who's, who hands him his ass because he's not as good as he once was. And then he has to go through reliving his past in the very amazing episodes, episode six, uh, Dingo Baby, etc., where he shows you how Archer really became closer to the way he is now. I guess starring Bruce Campbell as, uh, as McGinley, this really great character. It's actually a fairly emotional episode, even the way it ends. Like, it has a, a way of you know making it funny, but you feel for Archer throughout the season. Even the last episode with Barry, there's some stuff in that, too. It's crazy. This season, more than any, was uh, the most serialized and had the most dramatic moments of, of any of them previously. Now, that's not to say that it is fully dramatic. It still has all, you know, the, the usual Archer wackiness that you would expect, but I swear to God, like every episode had just a real quiet, unfunny, dramatic moment in it that, that for the most part they pulled off really well. And this was not a good time for Archer, the character. Yeah, he he just got the shit kicked out of him constantly, physically, mentally, emotionally. What I do like is how this even carries up from the finale of the previous season, because going in, now we do have this new agency, the IIA, and... Archer and his crew are having to work with the most fucking annoying PR image firm that very much, I think, lives off the word synergy. (laughs) And (laughs) it's just, oh, my God. Those characters were so weird, but like they were so more fantastical than a lot of the other characters this season. 
that it actually caught me off guard. And I, I really enjoyed once I realized that uh, one of them voiced by Harvey Guillen from uh, What We Do in the Shadows. And I mean, it's fairly obvious yeah. once, once you look at him. Yeah, it okay. looks like him, too. But I was like, ah, it's Gizmo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that until you said that. And I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah. oh, that was totally no, there, him. There's another like surprise What We Do in the Shadows cast member. I didn't realize this until I looked him up. Uh, the, the big bad guy of this season is voiced by Nandor. You'd never know. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's him. Nice. I never, yeah. I didn't realize that. I, I went that. back and tried to listen that's to the amazing. voice and really close my eyes and tried to picture Kayvon uh, Richardson. I, I can't. Just, I couldn't hear it. So, yeah, good job. This uh, this season still had some of my favorite lines in it. There's, a, there's an episode just called Shots. Where <laughs> yeah, they, yes. It's such an amazing episode. Oh, I love, like, the ending of it. Because they're like, well, this was your idea. I was like, that was before I knew you were all monsters. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this, yeah that, that, that was the UN liaison uh, voiced this season by Pamela Alden. The one that she's introduced in, which is, I think, the one before that, where they have to save a primate in... Yeah, the photo yeah, op. Yeah, and it's the photo op. And one of the things I really loved about that one is that you have Lana, who is an African-American woman dealing with a bunch of really badass African women and just being incredibly awkward and trying to be like, this is my homeland and just not yeah. having it not work at all because yeah. she's really an American woman. <laughs> and they're just looking <laughs> at her and just like, You're, and, no, stop. And I... I, I speaking of Lana, I do like her arc this season because she also has to deal with the fact that her husband Robert, voiced again by Stephen Tobolowsky, is the bankroller behind the missions and how Cyril and Ray do point this out. She's becoming Archer. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad they did the things with her that they did this season because I, I mentioned this in our last season review is that she had become almost downright unlikable, the the way that she was acting and then the decisions she was making regarding certain things. So it was nice in a way to see her uh, not not really get her come up and said, that's not quite what I'm trying to get across, but somewhat in that neighborhood, it's like, hey, you're being kind of a huge asshole and there's consequences for that. Yeah, especially like em emotional cheating. There's well, she makes she makes so many bad decisions throughout the season. You you can try to blame it on Archer, but you can't because a lot of it's just she just decides to do. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's just kind of insane. Speaking of Robert, man, he had some good lines this season too. <laughs> like the ending of the second episode, because Archer talks about like how he hasn't paid for a drink since he was like twenty one or something. <laughs> Robert's just like tells him, "Is like you better be. You're going to be paying for your own drinks from here on." And like the look on Archer's face, yeah, <laughs> he, just, he mentions it. It was just didn't, amazing. Didn't even know that was a thing that could happen. <laughs> that's the thing is, this that's a, it's a very short season. Like it's eight episodes. Yeah. Is, is probably one of the yeah. shorter it, it seasons of, up on of the show of since the first season. And it makes sense probably why it was as short as it was because they probably did have more ideas for more in the middle. But that ends up not happening. But there's one character we have not brought up, which is um, I'm going to use the second name, which is Colt, played by <laughs> yes. uh, the great Eric Andre, yeah. who is basically who's basically Black Krieger, yes. pretty much. <laughs> and it's oh my so god, so much fun yeah. as it prog as uh, as he's throughout the show. It's just so fucking funny. I think Colt's van kind of kicks Krieger's van's ass. Oh, yeah. I, it kind of did. But it doesn't have anime um, girlfriends, oh so. Could he guys no, have? But, no, no, no. It had holographic, strong, barbarian oh, woman playing true. an axe guitar. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. So. Well, he that... was more into guitar stuff. 
His character is his character is introduced in the first episode. He he goes into a coma, and then when he comes out, like he's just this. He's just so just so much fun. Yeah, and it, like this show had a lot of a lot of just random guest stars like in that way, and 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 a lot of them do look like their character. Like it does, he does look a lot like Eric Andre mm-hmm. in a in a lab coat <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, or you know how Lynn Trexler looked more like Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. Speaking of Jessica Walter, I did think the London Time episode. That one was awesome. Was, yeah, it was classy. was a fantastic spotlight for her. Well, it goes into her backstory. Yeah. Also, one of my new favorite lines for her is like all these colorful pests around here. You mean butterflies? Burn the whole forest! Yeah. Well, I like the part where she had to explain to her son why she had that sunscreen was mm-hmm. in between her boobs. <laughs> because her guy, forget his name, who was her old partner, it's like, we went on... It was like Fabio, I think. Something like that. It's like, well, we went for a ride on a motorboat. <laughs> just like, she's yeah. spelling it out. It's like, we totally banged to her son. Or, you know... <laughs> Wearing a cat suit. Oh yeah, around him. A little heart cut out. My, my favorite thing was how much that episode also shits on Cyril the entire time. Yeah, I know. Because they're just like just constantly just fucking with him. You left the candy bar there. The 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 ending where they're just like, yeah, we just gave him a sad looking guy, and then they just went with it. And he's like, he doesn't even look like me. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> Poor Cyril. Like, that is one among many ways that this season felt like a, a real return to form to what everyone used to like about Archer. Because one of the things, a phenomenon that I've noticed in many recent years is everyone going, oh, I stopped watching seasons ago. It's not good anymore. And well, I personally disagree with that. I, I think that this season is the closest that any have come in a while to just feeling like classic Archer. The only difference being the stakes and the production value are upped considerably and yeah with those sprinkling of dramatic moments and stuff it does make it feel a little bit different but yeah it's it has been good for a while guys you are just wrong i think this is the best season they've had in quite some time yeah honestly like Like, as short as it is like i wish i really do wish it was longer but i feel like there's circumstances behind that so Mm mm-hmm and it's yeah. just so painful every time they announce a, an allegedly final season or they have these shortened seasons, because that, that's something else to take note of, is how gorgeous the animation gets every single season. Like, it just gets better and better and better, to the point that if you go back and watch that very first season, you're just going to laugh at, like, how terrible it looks in comparison. Um, there's a big it final... It has more in common with Frisky Dingo in animation than yeah. the first season. Um, it, there, in the final episode, there's a big climactic fight on a rooftop between Archer and, and the big bad guy Fabian and it, it looks like a movie not only in like the, the way that they frame it but it, if this was an Archer big budget theatrical movie this is what it would look like like everything just looks incredible the show everything looks incredible the writing is so fucking on top of its game there's a running gag throughout the show involving a headset <laughs> that they keep trying to be like we're gonna go inside his mind kind of yeah. thing and you're like keep expecting <laughs> something to happen and then it's, it, it goes the works. complete opposite direction. <laughs> and then they always mention what they th- what you think is going to happen, mm. and just, and it works because of that. Because you're like, oh, I thought this was going to happen, and then they mention it, and you're like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it just keeps happening. But this show is just so absolutely perfect, and it's it sucks because 
you know, Jessica Walters was Mallory, and Mallory was such a huge part of the show. I still remember reading an interview with Adam Reed talking about how they got her. So they had um, their casting call literally said a Lucille Bluth type. Yeah. It was what it said. And Jessica Walter saw it, and they're like, why didn't you just ask me? <laughs> and they're just it. like, oh, we didn't think you would say yes to it. And then she's like, no, I'll do it. And then the rest is history. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what a what a perfect choice. Uh, and it, it, going forward, like, I, I do and don't want another season regardless of her absence because it's just like well if you guys are just going to keep doing these super short seasons eh, i don't know but yeah i i am very very cautiously optimistic about this one coming up um because archer without mallory is going to be rough well and also it would be a spoiler to reveal but the final episode reveals a massive change in regards to the organization as a whole so i mean it's not like Archer going into a coma he came back and everything was still there this one it's not still gonna be there and so it's like to go forward with that it would be like when Scrubs had its series finale and then they're like oh you have another season wait what no we had our series finale a season we ended it okay I guess we'll have to figure out how to make a new season that was supposed to be a spinoff originally Unfortunately, that was supposed to be a spinoff show, but they were like, no, we're just going to make another season. And they're like, I guess. And I I, I kind of get the feeling from that this time, because this one ends, again, not, not to get into too many spoilers, but it ends like so many sitcoms of the past have. Um, and it, it does feel very, very finite. And I, it, it's going to leave me wondering forever until someone on the, the crew confirms whether or not this was meant to actually be the finale for realsies this time, given everything that went on or how much, you know, Jessica Walter's passing impacted that. It, it'll be real interesting to see. It it wraps up a lot of things. That's the thing. This season, it even wraps up, like I said, the Barry thing. Like, this in some, season like, I don't, I, was I think, pretty I, much We don't really know what they're going to do from here on. Yeah. And it was crazy to me. I don't know how far into season 12 here when the renewal announcement came, but even I was like, what is, why? Because I've been watching this, like, since day one since it very first premiered and i was like negative day one ironically because of that weird uh fucking preview they did after it's always sunny yeah oh yeah 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 that, yeah. Was, that was the first day i watched it yeah same here yeah you got to wait six more months you gotta fuck wait till january you. i was like fuck i actually stayed up to watch that first episode again because it was so good but um yeah. yeah there's so much about the thing that uh, the thing that i'm I'm okay with them going with it is because I want I want to see what happens with Lana. Mm, yeah. As well as I want more I want more of, of the daughter, the fact that she's yeah, not she's even barely in, in, it. in this fucking season. Oh yeah. AJ is nowhere to be yeah, seen. Yeah, to have her he, introduced and... into the f- season before and then have her just not be there, especially now that her biological father is around and how that would impact her. It, it Yeah, the fact and, that they didn't bring you know, that up is ha- weird. And, yeah, you know, we talked having... about it last review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, last time when we reviewed it, we even mentioned, like, yeah, AJ had a hot a spotlight put on her in one of the best episodes of this series where Lana goes on her rampage. She becomes Mama Bear, yeah. yeah. 
but what what they ultimately ended up doing with AJ last season after so many seasons of her just straight up being absent or you know not not really part of the plot because she's still a baby I thought was super shitty and I didn't like and I was kind of hoping for some resolution or continuance of that this season and nope she didn't even show up again so hopefully they'll yeah, do I, something with that next time because last yeah last season not to bring up the last review if you guys really want to hear the whole thing yeah you find the last review we did but I, I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah I'm just gonna bring it up real quick is that like I the one thing I liked about the shitty thing they did to AJ was the fact that it was the same shitty thing that happened to Archer mm-hmm. but and I, and I was hoping that they would play with that and then they just don't Side yeah role. she Archer had lacrosse AJ's most likely gonna have women's field hockey <laughs> all right should we move into final thoughts all right Mindy why don't you start I thought you know, I agree with you, Rose. I think this one is one of the first ones that really felt like classic Archer in a while. The fact that this is going to have a new season, I have no idea how it's going to work because this was the series, the season of wrap-ups. A lot of characters got their endings, and so how they're going to continue with that, I don't know. But that said, because it was such a short season, because so much of it was spent on wrapping things up, because of the coma seasons it took a while for me to kind of get back into it because there wasn't the flow you know if you've taken out those coma seasons you have a steady storyline but because three years of storylines that had nothing to do with the overall plot it's like okay wait a minute what are these relationships again how do they work with each other so it takes a while to get back into it it is a solid season to be sure but it would have been more solid if it didn't have that break in the middle and then in some ways too they created characters and added them in only to have them resolve and so it's like well why did you like the the unicef woman for example you know she was there and then she pretty much was there to be a part of somebody's resolution it's a solid season but i wish that due to the history of archer there had been a bit more flow but it was broken up by the coma in the end you know it it is a good resolution for for pretty much everybody so how the hell are they going to continue it? I don't know. I'm going to give it a solid eight out of five makeshift weapons out of a stapler. <laughs> Wait, God that was supposed it. to like reset your core. Hold on. <laughs> I'm built out of sophisticated machinery parts. You think I'm going to be fucking done in by office supplies? Look, I <laughs> was going to have like a blender on my hand, but it didn't quite work that well. Well, admittedly, that would have been awesome. Shit, I totally had something for this. All right, Jordan. (laughs) Um, R.I.P. Jessica Walter. I will dearly miss you so much. I thought this definitely was feeling like a finale season. So I will be so curious as to see how season 13 goes. Because I'm not sure where you should really go from here because yeah so many character arcs were getting wrapped up even a good rap on barry in the finale how he's used but the season's just hilarious there's so many damn good lines even more so now great episodes mike say dingo baby etc is a personal favorite but london time photo op shots which even has a callback to uh that prince 
they had to uh oh yeah trick with uh you know cheryl's castle when they were smuggling cocaine fucking great it it, it, it is still very much laugh out loud hilarious and yeah the more emotional most maybe the most serious season of archer thus far and yeah, that is partly because of finalized everything was feeling. But you are going to be amazed by how emotional it is. So I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 cucumber slices in a salad. Not zucchini, you fucking cretins, because I'm allergic. Yeah, this season was something else. Like it's, It was the first season without Adam Reed because Adam Reed stopped being the showrunner at the end of season 11 um because he he was like i don't want to keep doing this like season 11 is the last one i'm going to do and but they wanted to keep going and so he's like well i'll I'll keep doing ray but that's that's the only thing i'll do kind of thing um and so adam reed um so that's that's why i was so shocked how how good the season was because last season was really good and this season i thought was even better it's it's full of some amazing character moments uh, some great like emotional beats, some amazing hilarity, some great fucking guest stars, and um, and a wrap up that just gets you so emotionally that you just you don't know what to do with it from there. And yeah, they've renewed it for another season. I'm excited to see what this world will be like, not just without Mallory, but even further without Adam Reed steering the ship. I don't know where else they can go from here, but wherever it's going, I'm gonna keep following it. Uh, I'll have to give it nine out of ten sign language phrases uh, taught to an ape. <laughs> Phrasing. 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 Yeah, this this season was a pretty great return to form. I mean, nothing is going to be as good as those first three or four seasons, depending on who you are. Um, but, yeah, to, to all the naysayers who are like, eh, it hasn't been good in a while, the coma seasons, whatever... No, it it's still good. It, I, my opinion, it's always been good. It just hit a stumbling block for a little bit, but this this is as close to the good old stuff as you're likely to get. And uh, I I really enjoyed it. I didn't think there were any bad episodes. Every single one was funny and well written, and I, I really did like those moments of like dramatic gravitas and character development and stuff. Those were all really well done. Um, yeah, this, this was a great season and I am going to give it eight and a half, uh, drinks on the beach at sunset out of 10. I'm going to say my other, um, my other rating, which was going to be nine out of 10 sex lube colors. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was, but I was like, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with the ape one, but both of them work just as well. Yeah, well that's it's fair. All this right. season... We can just pretend we're in England and just do Archie there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also forgot to mention, Cheryl's still fucking insane. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I it's never change. She's fucking rules. And she's poor in the Philippines. She's been traumatized. Okay? She's poor there. <laughs> but this show has given us the second biggest wall lube dispensary you've ever seen. Oh, Would yeah. you like to see the first? <laughs> <laughs>